Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, yeah, is that is that hurting? Is that the first no, it's step? Right. She's getting into it. She's yeah, relaxing. just getting into it. This Let's is run. running commentary on the road. Yeah, we're on 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 manoeuvres. We are in Buckinghamshire, running from uh, Pretty Village, just near Princess Risborough, where my mum lives. Yeah, we're on your home turf, isn't it? She's it's hosting kind of us today. Deering's travels, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. We're We've back. been talking about this for a while, getting to... And this, we're already in jeopardy. It's yeah, yeah, brilliant. that's right. Yeah. It's a big road. We're once you're across it, we're away. Yeah. So what we're going to do now is we're running, we're going to pick up a uh, path here called the Phoenix Trail. Guess yeah. what it is? The Phoenix Trail? Yeah. I don't know. It's what an old is railway. Is it? All right. Okay, nice. Nice. Nice yeah. and flat. So this is... we don't do that very often. No, exactly. No. But when I come and see my mum, this is my little run. And it's a really good tester because it's a really nice run. Quite flat. It's a real good nice. find out about your fitness. Nice. And to be fair with this, you know, playing it safe on railways, I have got the map out and experimented around here. Yeah. And had some really dramatic... Cool. ...days of getting lost and having, like, you know, feet, like, just totally covered in mud to right. a thickness okay. of about four inches. It should be good. The weather's holding, isn't it? It could be up really... Really, really hot. Yeah. I'm wearing, basically running in swimming trunks today. Yeah. Is that what they are? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I wonder what the heck. Well, so because we already had this thing ongoing. We were talking last week with Nick Kershaw about how people saying, why is he wearing shorts? One week in tracksuit bottoms the next. Oh, no, well, this is just, this I, is, I think it's just roll on from my elder son being in town and everything's right. gone completely chaotic. Yeah. I've told her before. Robert, my wife, don't put my running stuff in the wash yes. under any circumstances. <laughs> I can control that. Yep. I might need it at any moment. And let's but lo and behold, this morning, both running shorts are in the wash. Ooh. Too late. I've got to wear my blue shorts, and I'm worried about chafing. Yeah, particularly as we're planning to get a few miles into that. Yes, we? we're hoping to go fairly long. I mean, well, we'll, we'll run for a couple of hours. Yeah. So, well, we're going to run from here, um, Longwick, to Tame, along the Phoenix Trail, where I went nice. to school. Yeah. And then there we'll find 
easily find. He says, not wanting to tap into an old tradition of yeah. getting lost on the long runs. <laughs> the uh, old lane, I used, to, bucks, I used yeah. to walk and really moan about walking because it was pretty far. The old lane sometimes to my uh, school, to the village where I grew up. All right, okay. So I'm cool. going to really bore you with some stories today. No, it's all good. You know, it was, it was just on this very spot in, <laughs> in, in, in 1987. I saw my first girl <laughs> on this very corner. You used to be girls. <laughs> yeah. Actually, last time I ran under this very bridge, this bridge here, here we go. Yeah. It was not years ago. This was in winter. And it was really, really cold. And I saw a really interesting uh, phenomenon. Yeah. Which was under the bridge. It wasn't frozen. And it was just, just warm enough, that brick ceiling, yeah. to stop all the puddles not freezing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. I can see you in the country now. Oh, yes. So, yeah, so from here to Tame, from Tame to Tetsworth, and back again, I think it'll be, it'll be something like 15 miles. Okay, cool. And, uh, That's more than long enough in my current state of fitness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm already tired. <laughs> Well, hopefully we'll just go nice and slow and yeah, yeah, gradually we'll forget about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. I've got you in front of the fields. It's gorgeous. I'm going to edit you out later. Didn't, didn't sleep so well last night. Yeah. Brief insight, really, into the kind of just general chaos levels. Yeah. Operating. I sorry, picked... sorry, look at this. Sorry to stop you when we just started. That's just the, not just the cat's eye. It looks really set in like it's in the middle of the road. Like, yeah, what to is stop that? the cars driving into it's a cat's eye, like proper reflector. How did that get there? Slightly crazy bizarre. talk. Slightly okay, bizarre. insight into your madhouse at the moment. Yeah, well, I, uh, I picked George up from the, the comedy store last night. I was doing a gig in town, drove him home. Yeah. So there was no one at home for a bit. Rachel had come back at some point in the evening. She's had Good a call. few drinks. She falls asleep. Meanwhile, my son Rudy comes back. From his mate Jake. Yeah. Can't get in for an hour because Rachel's asleep and can't hear him. You're at work. And he doesn't have the keys. Yeah. So he's in a mood. He's been filming a media project for his GCSEs at Jake's house. Jake sends him it on WhatsApp. Yeah. Bearing in mind it's got to be in today for his exams. Yeah. Jake sends it and then deletes it off his phone. What? Because he's... He wants to free up space on his phone. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rudy doesn't have a phone because he's lost his phone. Right, so it's in the ether now. So it's in the ether, but it's deleted. Yeah. He's in floods of tears. Jake really messed up. Jake, well, I see it as a combination. Yeah. Jake, you know, Rudy's in tears. Raz confused. Don't delete it till you know it's there. Though. No, absolutely not, no. So it's just panic stations, you know. This morning, I don't know what the way around that is, you know. No. So it's all a bit chaotic. I noticed... And that's why I didn't sleep so well, that's what I was I'm saying. I saying to you, I noticed that they, uh, my kids being a little bit younger than yours, he said to him, so where are your keys? And they kind of say, well, I had them once. Yeah. And I took them out with me the other day. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but where are they now? Yes. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they don't know. And um, it's not their problem. I know. And that is... Uh, and well, it I just seems got a call. from your experience that that's not going to get better any time. No, soon. it doesn't get better. Now. I mean, we're just we're, when we uh, pulled up outside Rob's house, I got a phone call from my eldest son, George. Where are you? Uh, I'm an hour and a half away from London. I need keys to get back in the house. Yes, you do. Yes, you do need keys to get back in the house. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't that, have them. That was true when you left the house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I must say, I haven't quite established the whole 
when you come into the house, put your wallet and your keys in one place and know exactly where they will be. Yeah. It takes a bit of time to work that one out, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I, I do that, right? And I, and I would. And, you know, you've got do to you have a place. Oh, always. I know where they are at all times. Right. Know? So if my wife kindly looks after them for me, she gets irritated because I'm kind of going, and they're in your back, right? And they're in your back, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, and, and also, no, no high ground here. I had to train myself up for that. Because yes. if it wasn't that, I mean, I lost the khaki once when I was on a theatre tour years ago. And it turned up, it was, guess where it was? In your pocket. In the middle of the lawn. Oh. <laughs> I mean, how does that even happen? Well, I'd been showing off doing a comedy fall with it in my hand. Right. Forgot about its existence in the heat of the comedy moment. So then, of course, six of us couldn't find it in anyone's pockets or bags or coats or cars or rooms. Yeah. Because I'd left it in the middle of the lawn. That's so funny. So, you know, if you haven't got a system... But there's always a suspicion, dis- always a suspicion, despite the fact you look everywhere, that it still might be in your pocket, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. You always return to the pocket well, in the first place. Well, I'm very, you know, I'm fussy about this stuff, and that yeah. gives me hope for at least one person, because my son, he's very like me. Yeah, he needs people. So once you drill in, people, he'll know where it is too. Yeah. But my daughter, you know, Julie's a very efficient woman, but the other day she went out without her kids because she yeah. couldn't find her. And I came back and found them, and do you know where they were? They were in her bag. Right, there we go. You know, Have you, you looked in your bag? Yeah. You think that... Have you looked properly in your bag? Does that count as lost? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're in my hand. Look at this gorgeous place we are. This is very nice. There's a massive old water wheel outside these fancy cottages. That was your first kiss, wasn't it, by the water wheel? Yeah, there was a girl. Lisa. I remember a girl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the sun's coming out now. Yeah. We're going to get burnt. Yeah, we're running. There's something I want to... uh, and we wanted to talk to you about a week. We've been rushing around doing other things. And uh, it'd be interesting, I don't know quite listeners when you're listening to this, but maybe somewhere. <sighs> a week. What you're coming at now is it's less than two days since uh, England, England got knocked, knocked out of the World Cup. Yeah. And what a blooming experience it's been. Yes, what a rolling journey it's been. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I mean, you described yourself the other day as... Non-practicing. Yeah. So you're not. You don't really. I wouldn't normally keep up with what's going on right. in football. Right. But I totally respect it. I mean, part of the reason I don't follow it is because my brother and my dad are totally into it. Right. And uh, you know, when I was very small, that made me. You know, I'm too competitive. You know, I felt like I've, I was rubbish at it. Right. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. know enough about it. Yeah. So I kind of opted out. They're into it, so I won't be so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then, but I always just look at that, look at that. We're going past the mill stream that goes to that mill wheel we just saw. I'm going to get a picture of it whilst running backwards. Check it. Check it. Check out the skills. You're not seeing these pictures, are you? We'll get them out. We'll get them out that one way or the other. So, yeah, so that kind of put me off. Yeah. But I also, I always knew that it was good, you know? Yeah. I used to go to a fair few games. And also, even in recent years, I've got a little bit less into it because I always used to keep up with what was going on so I could chat to my dad about it. Yes. And he doesn't, you know. Of course, he's not full of it. So... Yeah, I mean, I've equally, all... this is huge, and, and and specifically going right back to the first thing you said, I'm not, you know, people are so binary these days. Just because I'm not, wasn't watching all the games, I totally approve. Yeah. And also, as me, as a comedian, with something of this magnitude, you start tuning in. You know, you want to yes. know what's going on. It's a massive thing, isn't it? It's become it becomes huge. I mean, I've, you know, there's those people who are chatting on the way up who 
make a thing, a public thing about not being into football and being in some way above it, kind yeah. of floating above it. Yeah. I find that a bit irksome. Yeah, that's deeply tough. I mean, and I feel guilty. <laughs> you know, I feel guilty because I'm obviously... Uh, that looks like that's who I am. No, 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 I get, I get that you're not. I mean, and at the same time you get hardcore fans who get annoyed with people who just get into it during the tournament. Yeah. As if football's something that they own. Yeah. Just bizarre, wait, isn't it? Wait a minute, go look at this path. Yeah, we're going down here. Brilliant. The railway goes past this house, but they slightly uh, push us over to the side of their garden. You'll see us feeding back onto the actual old railway in a right. second. So, yeah. I mean, I, I started off the tournament. I, I love football. I've always loved football. Yeah. And obviously into England, and then just get progressively more into it. Yeah. Till by the end, I'm just spinning around, saying to me, looking for a flag. Could only find some bunting, which I bought but felt pathetic. That's lovely. Then, then I bought some car flags. Good. Put one up, and it immediately flew off because <laughs> I because I couldn't actually was that, put it on right. Was that on? <laughs> Uh, Wednesday, because maybe it was you. Maybe that's the no, that was, who did it. This was actually Monday, Tuesday. I was in that sort of zone. I put a little tweet about it, just saying I'm conflicted because I'm from a northern, vaguely working-class background, living in a fairly middle-class area of London. So I want to put a flag up, but I didn't want to reduce house prices. <laughs> I was in that zone. Yeah, yeah. But I've got. Uh, and by the end, I went to see it in a pub, the semi-final. But this is it. This is and why really I, loved it. It just goes to show what a big thing it was, right? Because football, obviously, is a tribal thing. If you're really into it, you support a given team. Yeah. Um, but these people who say, oh, I, would, I want nothing to do with football. Or people say, I don't want people following football and then following the rest of the year around. Yeah. The whole magnitude, the, the countrywide focus of this makes a mockery of both those positions, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other thing people do is say, can't really get into it because there's so many Spurs players. Yes. It's, oh, it's, it's, that's it's, like a willful misunderstanding oh, of the situation. I mean, probably about 30 million people ended up watching it in some form or other. It's, yeah. Uh, and I ended up watching it in a pub. Yeah. A proper old boozer with George and all his mates, actually. Yeah. And it was really enjoyable. One thing I've noticed, I'm quite surprised that, that George and his mates don't get punched more often. <laughs> because, because they're really... <laughs> well, almost by me, but they're really rowdy, yeah. jumping around. Their passion was amazing, though, and it was great to be with that. Yeah. To be with those kids who aren't... And that's what the team's about, really. They're not weighed down by 1990 yeah, yeah. or 1996. Most of them weren't born, you know. It's 28 years Completely ago. unaware of the yeah. semi-final against Germany, etc. Yeah. Just, just really into the team, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was beautiful, but my goodness, they make a mess. <laughs> Jostling and pushing. And yeah, yeah. But spilling the, drinks. Spilling drinks. So oh. I was saying the other day that they, the, the, the bar owners, cynically, they want success because when England score, everyone in the pub spills all of their drinks. Yes, of course, yeah. And then <laughs> so goes that's back to the whole one. pub buys one more drink, Yeah, which is a lot. It was, I mean, we saw it in this pub when England scored and there was a kind of rolling mass of screaming, which lasted about a minute and a half, like serious mayhem, drinks yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really enjoyable. Yeah. And then Rachel came to. Rachel was, was with me watching it, my dear, dear wife. And she... Uh, when she says she came to, did she come as well or did she wake up? She came to, but she also came to from the mayhem, from the tsunami of humans grabbing and screaming at each yeah, other. Yeah. And she realised that the uh, strap on her dress had broken and her, her, her breast was out. Right. So it was that kind of day. She's trying to keep her breast in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, uh, 
I bet she the old Gresham made an appearance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How many people had noticed? <laughs> Quite a few, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a few amidst the carnage. Yeah. But it was what a lovely way to celebrate. <laughs> it does that to people, though, doesn't it? <laughs> it's, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming out. Yeah. It's <laughs> popping out. Look at this. Look at where we are. It's a bit. It's quite full on in this heat, frankly. Yeah. It's very nice, but it's also a bit like a torture. Very long, yeah. gravelly, straight path stretching. Nice, it's quite nice and soft underfoot. Yeah. So it was a very passionate experience. It does unify people, doesn't it? Uh, it really did. I mean, going back to uh, Colombia, you know, I didn't see that game. I got a real sense of it. Yeah. And so we weren't watching. There's a lot going on, and at the beginning. Me and my wife, we lent into it. We went to a pub where they weren't showing it. Right. Sat on tables in the sunshine that would normally have been full. Yes. And they just enjoyed a moment. Yeah. That's the beginning of the game. It was just London was quiet. And it's an interesting, special thing that something can kind of 28 days later, the whole city, you know. Yes. But then absolutely. by the end of the game, yeah. everyone sorted themselves out, got home, had dinner with the kids. Yeah. Um, and then... Of course, that being the game that it was, it went to we're still going on, we're in extra time, yeah. you know. Yeah. I still like to get back to the shop, so I, and I'm, of course, I, I'm into it now, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I went out to go to the shops, and that, what, at the beginning, had just been an interesting absence of people, it was just an incredible tension. Yes. You couldn't see anyone. A palpable sense of tension. Yes, yes. the whole city is watching this game. Yeah, yeah. You can feel the houses throbbing with yes, it. Yeah. Whenever anything happens, particularly in this heat, all the yeah. windows are open. Yeah. So you can just hear this kind of... Uh, uh, uh. The, the hum of television. Yeah, God. And then you see the uh, pub and there's people watching it from outside the pub because the pub is so full. They can't get in. You know, yeah. and yeah. incredible and the tension. And then watching the commentary afterwards, you know, real, that was such a... The scrappy, angry game. It was, yeah, it was. It was a tough old game. And yeah. of course, with the nature penalties, you know, right down to that last kick, and it's all on that. Yes. In a way, there was an energy released yeah. in that penalty. It was amazing, yeah. Which gave yeah. permission for this kind of golden week. No, it was. I mean, it was, I mean that was huge for the team to shed this burgeon of the, of the penalty shootout. Yeah. That we can yeah. actually win in one, you know. Well, I don't know. It was massive. I wish I could give credit for this because it was somebody else's tweet. It was a tweet I really enjoyed. Um, I think it came about someone explaining it to Americans or something. I don't know. Anyway, someone said, so what were Sweden's tactics at the weekend? I said, 4 4 Oh, yeah, what were England's tactics? Well, go to Southgate, travel back in time and miss the penalty. Yeah. Ultimately, make him a better, stronger person. Yeah. And leading to a narrative yeah. where, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Yes, yeah, and the there's redemption. there's a real truth to that. Yeah, there absolutely He wouldn't was, yeah. be the great, and he's obviously a great manager. Yes, yes. He wouldn't be that guy. No. Without that huge weight on his shoulders. Yeah. He's a bit like Bernard Hill at the end of Lord of the Rings, you know. Yes. Come through something. He's got that humility, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yes. Whilst at the same time not wanting to load it on the young team and, you know, rewrite their story and all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it has been really nice, I must say. It's been special. Yeah. I think, and, and I think, obviously, yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I do know what I'm trying to say. You can take a positive weight away from it without making light of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, people wouldn't be doing it properly if they weren't disappointed. Yes. If there yeah. wasn't the kind of a sense of yeah, yeah. coming back to real life. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was definitely a success. Yeah, I think so. So everyone can go away. You know, it's a healthy grief. And the great thing about this tournament is there's no scapegoat. Yeah. 
Because the team did as well as they possibly could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no fall guy. They basically played, if not beyond their skills, yeah, yeah, they, 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 beyond they, what they, their experience. They met a better team. Yeah, yeah, who beat them? Yeah. And that's 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 where sports good, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, but of course now the uh, the World Cup has yet to be played. But that's on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The it front. won't be such a big deal now. No, it won't. We'll watch it, but of course, it's that's a great thing when your team are involved for longer. It keeps the World Cup as a going concern longer, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. It is interesting, the, the generational factor of it as well. You know what I'm saying? You know, I used to talk to my dad about it, and I, feel, I was feeling it was quite nice, actually, because my brother about that. Yeah. I tend to feel guilty for not even keeping up with it as much as I used to. Whereas my, but my brother is much more into football. And of course, you know, Chelsea fans, they've had a good year. Yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, but my brother said still his go-to person to talk to about it would be my dad. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm saying, I'm going to refer to my dad. He's, yeah, he's got dementia now. It's pretty serious. So most of the time, you don't get much sense out of him. He's very confused. But the wonderful thing about the World Cup is that, you know, he's still together. He lives in a nice place. He's up chatting, walking around. Yeah. Um, hanging with friends, eating breakfast, lunch and dinner. And the basic familiarity of the World Cup drags him back into it. Um, my mum was just telling a story, wasn't she? Yeah. Like people, people who don't talk or do much sense from one day to the next, going, "Come on, England!" Yes, you know, <laughs> yes absolutely. Because, yeah. because these, because that's it's that connection, that's it's sort of subconscious of connection, yeah. to something. Yeah, and that's really just a big version of what you were saying about watching it with your son. You know, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. So. If you haven't gone on Facebook going, <laughs> what is it? It's only, why get so excited about 22 millionaires just kicking a ball around the pitch? <laughs> that reductive yeah. idiocy is that can be applied to anything. You can do it for anything, exactly. Why write novels? None of it ever happens. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Why are we doing watching people pretending to be other people? <laughs> why do you go out to work and get money when you could just stay at home and moulder and die? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's pathetic, isn't it? But it's seen as an intelligent position. Yeah. How weird. That's the other thing. Is, yeah, it's like you've been clever. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like... And uh, this is dangerous because I think we do well to not particularly get into But aside from any kind of contemporary or specific or national or international um, socio-political stuff, I can't stand it when some bloke comes on and says, well, they're all as bad as each other, aren't they? Yeah. It's, like, it's not tenable. It's not yeah. a tenable position. <laughs> yeah. You know, so if that's the case, we'll all just give up, shall we? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. let the world burn. Yeah, yeah, of and course. And yet, the person who says it, oh, he says it like they've just played a, played an ace. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You, you no know what you're No more form. discussion needed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all as bad as each other. Yeah. Shut up! Yeah, regarding politicians or something. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the Democrats and the Republicans on yes. Labour and yeah, Conservatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, it might, they might do it to do with football or... Yeah. Comedy promoters. Yeah. Well, they're each other. It's the very definition of reductive. <laughs> yeah. I can't work with it. So, so we're going down this quite nice little track. We're warmed up now. How are you feeling? You've got I feel all right. And no, I don't, I don't feel any aches and pains, but the fact that you've asked me the question maybe tells me that you might be having some. <laughs> have no, you, how okay. are you? Are you? Are you? Are you I think that... Yeah, my running's in quite an odd place, quite a good place, I think. Right. I um, <laughs> I feel like this week, you know, I've been, I feel like it's all a bit um, fart-lucky. I'm running, my running's a bit jazz at the moment. Right. Lots of different speeds. Yeah. Nothing particularly fast. 
Lots of miles. Oh, well, that's good. You know, kind of accidentally. Miles ago. We're at nine miles on Wednesday. That's great. It's only Friday now. Yeah. I felt that bumblebee in my thumb. Right. I'm really glad it wasn't the back end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about that is I'm allergic to these things. Are you? In another, oh, good, my another reality, you're out here not knowing where what the to hell do. you are yeah. as my tongue fills my throat. <laughs> Are you really Rob, allergic to it? Which way is it back to your mum's house? Have you got an EpiPen? <laughs> Are you really allergic to bees? Yeah, yeah, I was when I was little. Right, but you're okay now. I haven't been stung by a bee since I was about five. But, but they say these things get worse, so I might die instantly. What should ha- What should I do? <laughs> Give me my adrenaline shot. Right. Which, of course, which? I haven't got. Never had one. Right. Put me over your shoulder and run me to the yeah, coach Yeah, okay, I'll do that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I felt that it was quite furry. It was quite a nice, sweet little bee. Bless it. Yeah, so like in, I'm like Macaulay Culkin in My Girl. Pot spoiler. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm enjoying this padding around. So I've, uh, I've been running a fair bit. I've uh, had lots of drinking as well. I've had lots of cocktails. There's been a bit of drinking, yeah. I knew yesterday yeah, we were coming out here in the heat and running 15 miles, and yet I still had a vodka martini. Right. That was foolish. A little, little prelude to... <laughs> I managed to stop because I'm worried I'm putting on weight. Yeah. So I tried. I haven't had lager since the beginning of July. But right. I haven't really eased up on the drinking. So this has led to a fair amount of gin and vodka. Yeah. And, uh, that, doesn't, that helps with the weight, though, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It a changes bit. the rhythm. Yeah. And it keeps the weight down. Except when you have a couple of martinis and then you think, oh, oh, she's I'm really hungry now. <laughs> now they've got me going. It's, it's had sort of... I mean, the day of the game, I couldn't really do much else. No, no. I was just sort of oh, waiting it, it for the game. It was the first moment of it the day. It really was that sort of dread and excitement and expectation and Did passion. you see Justin Timberlake? No. He, uh, he's sweet videos. I was thinking, God, he's so cool. And he said, listen, you know, it's coming home, London. Right. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was his gig at the O2. Yeah. What we're going to do, we're going to open the doors at 6.30 and show the football on my big screens. Oh, you know, so yeah. got everyone in, showed the game, yeah. did the gig. And what I love about that is everyone thought he was really cool and he handled it really well. Yeah. And, you know, total respect to the guy. He is cool, isn't he? Justin? Yeah, he's like, high he's quality cool, yeah. pop star. But... He had to do that. Yes. If he hadn't done that, his audience might not have turned up. Absolutely. <laughs> so it was Absolutely, a big deal. yeah. He saw that something big was going on. Yeah, and he's it's still going to It's so big that it, just because he's a American just he's huge, yeah. Too, yeah. He's still a part of it. I think what some people miss with the... Because uh, some of the critics of football say the fans are getting a bit triumphalist and all that. It's coming home thing and all that. Yeah. I think they miss the humour in it. Yes. I think they miss the fact that... They don't really think it is. No, that's right. It's just a funny right. thing to say. There's hope in there. Don't get me wrong, there's hope. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's, it's, but it's there's British. There's deep irony in yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. You know. And when someone They're gets aware it, of the comedy. Someone who really doesn't get it gets a bit excited and kicks an ambulance to bits. Yes. That's an idiot, but it's just an idiot. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. represent anyone. No, it doesn't. I'm and you, you know that people who really cared about the football, they're not going to get caught up with kicking up. I don't know if the IKEA thing was bad, though, wasn't it? Well, particularly as people from Sweden were being so reasonable. <laughs> so, well, for today, I'm disappointed. But <laughs> yeah. after that, I'll be supporting you. It's coming home. Yeah. There's undoubtedly a, an idiotic element to some football fans. Yeah. But the majority of them, I would suggest, aren't. And it's but just it's the just, size of it, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's just the sheer scale, isn't it? The so numbers. Immediately, you know. they get caught up in that. Yeah. 
But what an exciting But very few, it has to be said, over the <laughs> course of the tournament. And, and no, almost a chilling lack of violence in Russia, <laughs> given how much was there two years ago. Absolutely. Most of which provoked by Russians. Oh, yeah, yeah, they love I it. mean, you wonder where they've like, gone. How did they do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A bit like when China turned all the factories off for the Olympics. Yeah, there's no smog anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing state control, but it's been a brilliant time. That's why, you know, there's a lot to be said for totalitarianism. Yeah, absolutely, you of really course. Get done. Yeah. You know, I said I uh, ran along here at Christmas time. Yeah. I ran down here. I know it's that cold weather. Anyway, I ran down here twice in the winter. Yeah. And this farm on our left. There was a load of turkeys outside. Oh, yeah. Came back a few weeks later. They're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> second, oh, I wonder where they put those yeah. turkeys. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait a second. Yeah. I know exactly where those turkeys are. They're either turkeys in before people's Christmas. tummy on the 25th yeah, yeah. or in the fridge on the 27th. Yeah. Turkey. Turkeys before Christmas. Oh my Life's geez. great. Everything's going fine. <laughs> They're feeding me up. Winter's coming. We're all happy to get... <laughs> Check my one Something smells delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim? Jim? I didn't see Jim for a while. <laughs> Pete? <laughs> he was looking so good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why these turkeys are American. It's a, it's a Pilgrim Fathers thing, is it? So he's here. We might as well do him. The Trumps. Aha. The Trump. The Trump he's is in, he's in. at the moment of record. He's uh, probably on his way to chat to. Uh, well, he's he's around, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. If know. we'd done this run yesterday, we would have he would have flown over us on his way to Blenheim and back. Yes. That's where we are. There's been a few heavy duty sort of flying things Bus around ways. around North London, hasn't it? Yeah, there? they they did t- on the way there and on the way back. Right. They did loops over North London. Right. Which seems like a real statement to me. I mean, I suppose, if you think about it, obviously, first of all, it's all military. It's not Trump himself. Um, and they must be doing some kind of deep search. Right. But it feels like a massive statement. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're big enough to make my house shake. Yeah, they were huge, weren't they? And, uh, they were quite foreboding. And ugly and horrible. It just yeah. feels like a, you know, watch out, London. Yeah, yeah. Because then someone was saying, oh, well, it's... It's not really him and they have to do it and stuff, but I've seen one of those before. I've seen one of those right. when Barack Obama was in London. Yeah. But they didn't do loops yes, yeah, over yeah. the middle of town Yeah. in a kind of what could only feel like posturing. And yeah. again, a bit like the it's coming home factor. People, <laughs> lots of quite good, my mate who was quite cross was heartened because he was at a school sports day. And all the kids booed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People filming themselves making a, obscene gestures whilst yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they can't see your fingers, yeah. but yeah. you're still making a nice point there. That's it's cool. almost similar to when David Plain put himself in a glass <laughs> cage for, but and expected us to admire him yeah. almost, isn't it? That's right. You know, That's just the we basic lined up to base him of who That's we are. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is, I mean, going right into it, that is a. That's part of the discussion, and I don't know how intelligent and judged it is. But, you know, the American Embassy saying, watch out, Americans in London, because you'll be very unpopular. And London has said, no. That's a real misreading. That's, that's, not what that's we, a chronic misreading yeah, yeah. of the situation. Because we do not see this guy as representing America. You know? yeah. so, rightly or wrongly, I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously he does. actually does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not who we're having a go at. Yeah. <laughs>
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The level of dialogue is very low. It can be, Piers certain. Morgan talking over her literate woman, just putting, you know, almost literally putting words in her mouth and arguing with them live. Yeah, to the point where that. Susanna Reid leapt to her defence. And, you right. know, she has to, it's her job to sit next to Piers Morgan and not call him out for being Piers Morgan. So that was quite an exciting video to yeah. watch. It does get quite, uh, literally getting caught up in the heat of the moment, doesn't it? The yeah. hot summer, you the see, football, yeah. Trump, it all... makes all the difference, you know? Yeah. Not least, because just all the windows are open. Yeah. Last week, our next-door neighbours had a party. Right. They sat outside the front of their house. We haven't got gardens. Just got to pave your bits onto this little road. Yeah. They sat out there. I don't know what kind of party it was, but they talked loudly and confidently about nothing for many hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you read my subtext there? Yeah. yeah and then, yeah, yeah. thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm great. You're yeah. great, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Till half five. <laughs> oh, no. You know, and it's like we've got our windows open and we like you. Yeah. We don't want to come around and go, shut up. Yeah, it's too late. But my goodness. Yeah, it's too late. A couple of years ago, about two in the morning on a really hot night, and it was in one of the years, not like this year, yeah. when the hot nights were few and far between. And... Uh, he, he put on some really loud music, quite chilled out music, but really loud. Yeah. And started doing something that involved a drill. Right. And he was kind of whistling. Right, mate. So much joy. Yeah. But it was three. It was quarter to three. <laughs> and what, in the morning? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. What do you think's happening outside that open window of yours? Yeah, that's crazy. Give me a clue. Of course, yeah. But it's just the heat, you know, and, and yeah. my kids are away this week. Right. And you're used to that, but we're both away on school trips. And with the, between Sweden and Croatia and the heat and the kids being away, I feel like we've been all into Narnia for a couple Yes, of yeah, quite relaxing. Yeah. Really relaxing. That's crazy. Got another runner now coming down the young. Yeah, looking good. The old road looking good. We haven't seen many. Have we seen a cyclist? No. Uh, Hello, mate. 
lads, I like that, oh, lads. Um, <laughs> All right, lads. It's given us a boost, doesn't it, being called lads? Yeah, yeah, we really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> we pretended to ourselves that it wasn't just a turn of phrase. Yeah. yeah. And he thought we were young. Yeah, we were respecting it as well, lads. Lads. I used to have a mate, we used to go and play pool at Manchester. And we'd always just have orange juice and play pool for ages. Yeah. This Irish pub. And the boat used to shamelessly rivers every time we went in there. The, uh, the, the head of the pub, whatever it is, the land, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Here they are again, the Dangerous Brothers. <laughs> just used to totally rip us for never drinking booze. <laughs> Going wild again. We've done some ice for that. <laughs> but not now. We're lads now. Yeah, we're lads. lads. Well, they know how hard we drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing the miles. Well, and that's it. And just getting. I had a really good. Well, I'm, I'm going to hand this back the other way. We, what we don't know about is your race the other day. Yeah, you had five thousand meter. I had the club. I saw a great photo. Five thousand meters in um, very hot conditions. Like these, we're going slightly. Yeah, it was really hot. Really yeah. hot. And I still didn't beat twenty minutes, as we said. Yeah. I did twenty minutes and twenty, and it just showed me. Well, I set off way too fast. Yep. I set off about 18.45 pace. Yeah. Just too fast and faded in the heat. Because they did run fast in those days, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was... I, I ended up... I wanted to avoid being last. You had to take your top hat off. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to leave that comedy alone now. I wanted to avoid being last and avoid being lapped. Yeah. And I did both narrowly. Right. I had to sprint to avoid being lapped. Yeah. You know, that put on your last surge, the last 20 metres as <laughs> yeah, they yeah, yeah. approached. And then I had to sprint to avoid being last. Yeah. So victory. Yeah, good. A but victory but also, of sorts, yeah. You must have found some kind of sprint at the end there to be able to do that. Yeah, I found something. But my goodness, I'm nowhere near what I was. I'm about, I weigh a stone more than I used to. Yeah. You just... You're always going to be fighting that, aren't That's you? That's right. And it's a weird thing because it's, it's so hard to get off. It's fluid. It's organic. Even when yeah. you get it back, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And that's okay too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, looking at Federer. Yeah. Just absolutely beautiful tennis at Wimbledon in this tournament. And he's knocking on for a tennis player. Yeah. But, you know, he, uh, uh, his best, which he was most of the time, unbeatable and, and also beautiful and stylish. Yeah. And yet... He got beat. He got beat and he also got really beaten a couple of years ago and it was like, yes. oh, he's gone. So yeah. now he's back, but... Kevin you know, Anderson. It all flows. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed getting on the track. I enjoyed the whole thing. I enjoyed just realising how much work I've got to do and want to do. Just that club thing. Yeah. It was really good fun. So what's it next? Really good fun. Have you got anything lined up? Well... Just 5Ks. I'm going to be on a holiday in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I've got another 5K in a couple of months. I want to be. I want to surprise everyone with how fitter I am. Yeah, good. In the interim period. So you've got to train. I don't know whether that's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might say, oh, I thought he was getting his head together. He's actually declined. Are you going somewhere where the well, running will be possible? Well, we're going to Greece. It'll be really hot, but hopefully. Have they ever had any marathons in Greece? I don't think they ever bothered with it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to get some running on holiday, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. Well, I had this thing, as you know, I kind of surprised myself. It's quite a heavy run of getting back into fitness after um, after the marathon, yeah. the heat of it. And uh, felt really good, fast. Yeah. Lots of exercising, not as fast as it was, but the main thing is finding that pace right. when I'm running on my own listening to music Yeah. and staying with it no matter how it feels. And I had this run a couple of weeks ago around the same time you did your race. Yeah. I had um, 
I went out for an evening run. And uh, I didn't want to. It was pure um, necessity. You know? Yeah. So I wanted to run a, a 10 that week, fast 10. And uh, especially on the Friday morning, couldn't do it on the Friday morning, couldn't do it on the Wednesday morning. It went out on the Wednesday evening. And it was hot. It was really humid. And it felt awful. Right. You know, really, not just hot, but kind of really kind of humid and slick. And yes, it was like the end. It was rubbish. You know, like the end know, of a city evening. Yeah. Heat, yeah. And also, I felt bad. I felt like my form was no good. Like it was kind of hurting. All this stuff. It just felt like a rubbish run. Yeah. And uh, but I, even at the time, I was quite pleased with it because I just sort of stayed with it. Very strict about my distance. Yeah, I went. I did right. that one week. I went down from my house. Yeah. Down to the canal. Down to Limehouse Basin, back up again. Right. I knew I was running a little bit short for ten, so I did a little loop. You did a little loopsy. Into, I didn't go all the way around Victoria Park, but I got right. in there and went around the lake. Yeah. And uh, also, it was so great. It was a great evening. It was really hot. It was just people everywhere, you know. Victoria Park at nine o'clock at night, just full of people doing good it's stuff. It's great, isn't it? I love that. Not place. even the last people apart, just the actual yes. families, people having yeah, dinner. Yeah, it's brilliant. Really beautiful. It has been glorious, hasn't it? This yeah, summer. It's been so good. Yeah. And then, but ultimately, the best thing about it was, I never slowed down. Right. I didn't even entertain the idea of slowing down. I just thought, oh, this feels terrible. Let's keep at and it. I, yeah, exactly. There was no. Well, it wasn't even a question. It was like I'm running. It feels terrible. That's the reality. Yeah. So, in other words, that this is me running, really stuck. Yeah. You know, I didn't use any other gears. I didn't even admit to myself that I had any other gears. Yeah. So when I look back at the the measure, you know, how fast I've gone, how far I've gone, a very satisfying run. That's great. You come back thinking, and maybe this will be useful to someone else at some future point. I always think on a tough run like that, which ultimately... They're always when you run at the wrong time of day for yourself. They can be, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good training for the second half of a long run. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was certainly, yeah, it wasn't like the last six miles of a marathon, but it wasn't like the Just first ten either. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really like going with a baggage of trouble, you know. Good for you, isn't it? Sometimes just, you get the, I was suffering. those tough runs, Yeah. tough training runs. The other thing about it is, races. I found something out, which you find out today, maybe. Yeah. But it's really simple, but good bit of training. If you're upping your distance, I'm one of those people, I don't like running around around the park. Right. It just freaks me out. I want to go home after every one. Yeah. The repetition gets into my head. And I like a run that's a loop. Yeah. But you know what? The there and back run is a really good thing. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got enough. You know how far you're going. And you've got to get back. You've got to get back. Yeah. <laughs> and the best thing about it is, and I realized it on that run, is that the point of no return comes significantly earlier than the point of exhaustion. Right. right so say you you normally run seven miles. Yeah. And you go to run ten miles. So you run five miles and you turn back. Yeah. By the time you get eight miles and you're thinking, oh, this is much further than I'm usual. Really tired, yeah. You're nearly home. Yes. And you yeah. know it. Yeah. Whereas if you're doing a big loop, you're just like, oh, this is just hard. Do you yeah, know you don't I mean? quite know your way back. So you're actually, all those going on, you yeah. can keep it pretty loose, and yet you're still kind of slightly separating out the difficulty from the geography of the thing. Yeah. So, it's always great the turnaround, isn't it? And you know you're on your way back. Yeah. And it's and it's hard. We talk about the end of a marathon being, you know, second half of the marathon being the last six miles. When you do it there and back, the halfway point is actually the halfway point. Yeah. So chances are you feel great. Unless you're literally doubling your distance, it's going to really help. 
That makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. 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 Thank goodness. So this is this path that you'd go on a lot when you come home, is it? Yeah, no, no. This back when I was... Uh, we've just gone past it now, because we're probably about four, four and a half, maybe even five miles in. And three and a half miles, I turn back. Right. And go back to arms. And also, notably... Where it started going up a hill a bit there. Right. So, but now I very much get back into my old country, about to cross the uh, ring road of time. Yeah. And then the ring road of time. Yes, that too. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Back there's in a, time. There's an industrial estate on our left, foundry and some units. One of these places is called Lucy Electric. Right. I always wanted them to go out of business. Yeah. That's a great name for a band. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I want that. And the fact that I start thinking about bands and things shows exactly how backwards-looking coming Back to the old is. Let's form a band days. Yeah. Me and my friend I used to be in bands with have got together and started playing the odd song together. Just have you really? Yeah, yeah. It's great fun, and you know we we can, we, were, we were always quite good, and it's nice to remember some of that. And Has sometimes we know songs that we've not played for 25 years, but we still know them back to front. Yeah. You know? But it was funny the other day we played, he tweeted afterwards, that was great playing. We even played one song from as recently as the 1990s. (laughs) (laughs) Has has there been a, has it been suggested to get the band together? Yeah, yeah. It always has to be. It always has to be. There's worse things you can do than get the band together. I think for the odd gig, I know people have got the band together and have a really good time. Absolutely, and sometimes there's real magic in it. You know, you can yeah. be better than you were before, particularly with famous bands. You know, it's that difference between playing the hits, yeah. playing the new stuff, massive acrimonious splits, which once you start pushing 50, you suddenly realise just weren't once that Once you get older, yeah. yes. But equally, the thing with bands, and maybe this is exaggerated, by, in the case of bands who never had a sniff of fame. Yeah. Um, because it, I've got, I've had comedy. There's Lucy Electric. Look. Right. Great name. And imagine that. Lucy Electric's two old guys got back together. Yeah. <laughs> did this great band called Lucy Electric. Can we get that behind us? Go next to me. Here we are. We pretend we're in Sheffield. Lucy Electric, back of the album. Yeah, great. I love their single. We're holding a fish, though. Feral Hippo was yeah. the first album. <laughs> um... <laughs> He's holding his fish. Of course you're holding fish. Yeah, yeah. Like you always did back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the thing about being in bands is, and the reason I play with my friend Tom is because we're friends. Yeah. You know, and we were never... Sometimes the people you're in a band with are not the people you're friends with. No. It's like the difference between... Especially you. if you're in a good band. Sort of thing, <laughs> yeah. All we have in common is our mercurial talent. Yes. And yeah. that can be really good. You yeah. Know? John uh, Lennon and Paul McCartney sort each other out because yeah. they'd be good to be in a band with. And then, of course... They didn't like each other. They were deep friends, but yeah. like, like brothers. Yeah. But they didn't get on brilliantly. It was, it was a working relationship. That's the ring road. It's quite funny, that thing you say about people letting rows go as they get older. I was doing a gig with... did a podcast with Bob Mills the other day. Yeah. And we were talking about that thing of, like, where careers have just sort of basically taken shape. Yeah. You know, it's like things might happen, things might not. Anything that does isn't really going to change the water. It's yeah. just kind of... Everything's settled. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And suddenly... Things so, that seem huge just really Yeah, they just realise they're just not. Oh, yeah. With the passing of time and kids or whatever, you know. Just perspective. 
And he was saying he started talking to people like Jeremy Hardy again, or people who didn't like him, you know, who saw him as the the antithesis of, like, a popular working-class comic, and they were the more erudite, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, whatever massive difference suddenly smooths away to nothing. Suddenly it's just just not particularly important when you reach a certain age. That's good fun, isn't it? It's a good thing. It's like bands, you know. I saw a band advertising themselves in Scotland. And they said, and also saying all their influences, yeah. which a young band would do now. Right. And in my day, you'd all pretend you'd never heard any records. Right. You just okay. made it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they said, influences, Cocteau Twins, The Cure, Susie and the Banshees, Tears for Fears. Yeah. Now, those would have been exactly my influences. Yes. I never would have told anyone I liked yeah, Tears yeah, for yeah. Fears. They That's weren't great. cool. Yeah. There's no difference, you know. Or the whole Manchester thing. We used to love the... the uh, Stone Roses, uh, Happy Mondays, Mondays yeah. and then you know uh, also people um, people coming along like what were they called uh, the Mock Turtles? Can yes, you see yeah, 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 yeah. So angry with them, right? <laughs> Bandwagon jumpers. You hear it now? Yeah, it's the same. Yes, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I suppose you have to get there, don't you? It's like you were saying about doing that. I was talking to Stephen, Stephen Mack the other day about playing gigs, which I think musically are a bit like when you did that uh, Butlins gig, you know? Yeah. The nostalgia factor. Yeah. It's absolutely great to be for it's the people fine. playing. Yeah. Because they're not doing it then, they're doing it now. Yeah. I saw Rush playing uh, their album Moving Pictures. Right. In its entirety. That's a great album, probably their masterpiece. Released in 1981. Yeah. And I was thinking, is this sad? Is, is this a waste of time? I was there on my own because my brother blew me out. And uh, that was only 37 years ago. <laughs> Come on, let's put him It's only an <laughs> aging man or woman's life. The average lifespan of Sierra Leone's life. <laughs> but, he got, you know, I really thought it through, as you can imagine. Yeah. There on my own. <laughs> <laughs> After a couple of. Yeah. Lonely, expensive pints of started to, I started to question it. <laughs> 10 to 20 minutes yeah, yeah. into the first song. Yeah, quite. Yeah. 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 But, um, of self-analysis. <laughs> but I did. I totally... I came, I came down on the side of positive because yeah. they, were pl- they were... You can't fake that, you know? Of course. They were yeah. playing it brilliantly. Yeah. They were playing it as well as it can be played. Yes. And they were selling it there and then. Yeah, of course. That yeah. means it's now. Yeah. That's yeah. not moving pictures in 1981. That's moving pictures... 2015. As Gareth Southgate said, we can only be where we are. Oh, he's wise. He's, 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 he's transcended himself. Yeah. But yeah, although if you the other day, uh, I walked down a street with my wife and there was a bloke, security guy. Yeah. And I think he was actually trying to work the Southgate thing. He was wearing a right. white shirt and a waistcoat. Yeah. And he was just there. Of course, the security guy, so it was a big guy. I didn't want him to catch me. Right. Look, look where you are. This is cool. <laughs> Bit of art. He's running through the posts. Posts of time. Um, he, uh, he has wearing a waistcoat and I didn't want him to yeah. be annoyed with me, so I said really quietly to Julia, look, Southgate. Yeah. And she said, soft Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how I think of Southgate now. Yeah, yeah. A soft Derek. And he's got a good lesson for all of us. But there is a, there's a humility and a... And a democracy to the English team that really is a good lesson at this Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, yeah, the best band I was in as a teenager was a band called Galar. Galar? Galar. Not Gala. No, Galar. Right. Do you know the word Galar? No, how is it spelt? G-A-L-A-R. All right, okay, I don't. What does it mean? 
We got it from Alf Ramsey on Home and Away. It's a term for abuse. All right. You're flaming galah. All right. Okay. He's so low he could walk under a snake in a tall hat. (laughs) For the same kind of reason, we used to have a pub quiz team called Hogan's Ghost. Anyway, it turns out a galah is like a kind of parrot. Right. In, In Australia. It's vermin, you know, it's unhelpful. It's the lowest of the low. Yeah, so silly little parrot like a rat. Right. And Galah were good. They had some of that tension, you know. We were all in it together, but there was a lot of you people. You wanted to be good. Sort of lots of people in it wanted it to be their own man and wanted it to be cool. Right. And we were all too cool to admit that. Yeah. So we had original songs. We had a weird kind of Vic Reevesy, the hooey, yeah. um, West African high life kind of vibe. Right. <laughs> There's no West African high. There's no cell phone, so no one can deny me when I say we were really good. Yeah, that's great. And, and I was the drummer. Did you attract a bit of a local following? Or? Yeah, we were around for a couple of years, and we yeah. were, but, you know, we were in our teens, but we were 18, 19, rather than 14, 15. Right. And that was it. Was it went well? And uh, a couple of years ago, I managed to put together the full kind of phone numbers of the whole band. You know? Right. And I was setting up a. Uh, Reunion. Yeah. I gave up. Really? Yeah, yeah. What, they didn't want to? Yeah, they, they, well, the singer really wanted to. Yeah. And I want What's the singer doing now? What's he doing? He is a, he's in uh, comedy management. Right, okay. He's a big success. Right. He used to be my manager. Right. Manages Russell Howard, John Oliver. Right, okay, yeah. Greg yeah. Davis, you know, he's doing Have a long, right. have a long, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So. So he's still in the industry sort of thing. Yeah, so in a way, yeah. if I'd... But the band together, we wouldn't the same at the time. I would have been facilitating his stardom. Right. Exactly yeah. what I was doing there. Which would have been ironic. Playing yeah. the drums. Yeah, yeah. Leading the rehearsals, writing the songs. Yeah. Then he goes down the front and yeah. everyone comes and goes, oh, not to the drummer, you know. And then, but I could have done that because we're still friends and that would work well. And then there's another guy, great guitarist, lovely fella. But then he lives in the West Country and he's got other fish to fry stuff going on. Yeah. So I thought I'd kind of be doing him a favour. He's like, no, oh, maybe, I don't know. Oh. Then there was the original guy to go put the band together in the first place, the bassist. Yeah. He was always there. Kicking ball, used to give him quite a hard time. Right. Turns out, yeah, still an idiot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I persuaded him to get on Facebook so we could keep talking about it. Yeah. And he just kept kind of coming back to me and saying, you know, you're going to have to... You have to work it all out and tell me how to do it. I'm talking about this Facebook. I really don't approve. I bet, he, I bet he's been on there saying, why do people follow football? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, in the end, he said, I'm going off Facebook for, for obvious reasons. Right. And I just thought, oh, go on then. All right. Mate. So that was the end of that. So the high point was when the other guitarist, who was always the elusive one, he was Italian, actually. Right. But he spoke English, great English with an American These accent. do sound like quite a cool... It was a very... Cool customer. Disparate kind of bunch. Yeah. West African high life, Italian... Yeah. Flavour. Vic Reeves. Yeah. Oh, and the other guy, one of my, the others who was still very much my friend, lives in America now. But he was the one of the people I was still in touch with. Right. But I checked down this other fella. Thank you. Thanks. And uh, he had been working in Zurich for years. Yeah. And now, he, he basically manages... And, and brings up to speed high-end hotels. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he's doing all right. So he's doing great. Yeah. He'd been in Zurich. Now he's gone to Russia. But at the time, he was in London. And I went and met him for a drink at the Savoy. Ooh. And he looked like George Clooney. You know, he's wearing like a, a suit and no tie and really working it. Yeah. Turned around on the circus and said, Hi, Rob, good Hi. to see you. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a chat about old times. And between that... 
and the guy who said, well, I'm leaving Facebook for obvious reasons. I just thought, stop this. It's like playing guitar with my friend. And you probably got all, you, all that you wanted out of it. Exactly. It was a great little journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, you get to the point where we were effortlessly offensive. Yeah. So many of our words would have to be changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something, maybe the idea of it is better than the reality. Absolutely. But just good fun to tease it a little bit. I am having a uh, sing-song. A friend of mine who lives in New Zealand now is in the country for the summer. Right. I used to do quite a lot of stuff with kind of like folk-inspired. You'd get like just a couple of acoustic guitars and loads of people singing three- and four-part harmonies. Yeah. And we're having a kind of band reunion doing that. Harmonies and that sounds good fun. Yeah, and I think I see that. What you've got there is there's lots more women involved in that deal, <laughs> and it's just healthier, isn't it? Just immediately gives it a boost. So we're Don't on a bit of a. This is it. This is tame. Like it. Uh, if we go left here, we're at the we're at a junction. So we? we're at a junction, and yeah. this is I'm just doing it from memory. So this is the place where we traditionally get lost. Right. But we're not going to. No, no, not today. But phase one is complete. Do you want to know how far we've gone so far? I don't think. I think. I'm, I think I might find it quite depressing. Now, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. Gone very far. Not that we need to go. What five? We've gone six. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not too yeah. bad. Show it's me a right. happy face for six. While we're stopped. He's overjoyed. <laughs> so, not that I'm not, not enjoying the run. It's just, it's just a, I'm at that stage where I can't rely on my fitness. No, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? I know I'm always good for an hour run, eight or nine or whatever. Yeah. But 15 is obviously going to be a stretch. Because I haven't run that for a while. Yeah. Well, this is it. We're going into phase two. In fact, we're gonna, I'm going to stick a little. Let's, let's cliffhang this. Let's yeah. see how you do. Yeah. Dear listener, wrapping up part one of our long run through my old homelands. Join us in a few seconds, stroke a week, and we'll find out if Paul can what do I another really, six miles. What I really wanted to say is... Too late! Stop! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.